here, and uh, we uh, uh, appreciate their support tonight. And, you know, it, it's good to have support from others. And uh, we have our preaching brethren here with us, brother, of course, brother Moran, brother Don with us, and uh, brother Casey. Appreciate him very much. Uh, uh, we we just need to do what the Lord tells us to do. Uh, it's just I'm going to get down to it like that. Uh, I love the Lord very much. He has done so much for me in my life. And uh, there's been many times that I've, I've come close to death. and uh, But I could always turn to the Lord because I, I was saved in, at an uh, age of 10 years old uh, there at Old Macedonia Church. Uh, one night, it was a very stormy night, much uh, you know, it, it, when I went to church, the skies were clear that night uh, during the revival. But uh, it was during that uh, storm that uh, the Lord, I was outside with a friend of mine, trying to play, you know, play hooky again, I guess, out of the church. But I was out there with a friend of mine, and the Lord let me know that I was lost. And I became very scared, uh, being separated from him. I wasn't in his hands anymore. He wasn't carrying me anymore. I was on my own. Didn't know what to do. And so we uh, uh, turned to the Lord and uh, that night, and uh, he saved our souls. And so I have no fear of death uh, coming upon me. No, I don't want to leave here. Don't get me wrong. I'm not in any hurry to leave. But yet I will uh, go and be with the Lord one day after a while. And I've got him to turn to, and I'm very thankful for that uh, ability to, to know that that. Uh, not long ago, as I was so uh, ill in the hospital, and uh, you know, they said that I, I coded twice on them. I don't know. I, I, that's something I don't know about. That's just what I'm told. And uh, but you know, when I woke up and they were worried so much about me, the only person I talked to was God. I was able to turn to Him, the dearest friend I've ever had, the dearest friend. So we uh, uh, do want to uh, begin tonight, and our subject is a calling, or being chosen from the Lord. And for those of you who have your Bibles, we're going to read about a man who was, uh, about his uh, call that he received, a man in the Old Testament. His name was Abram, and we know him by the name Abraham uh, a lot. And uh, so we, uh, but he was first called Abram. Uh, he was the son of Terah, uh, uh, and he had a couple of brothers, uh, Nora and Horan, if I, if I pronounce those correctly. And, uh, but God had a, a special calling for Abram, or Abraham. And be found in the 12th chapter, beginning with the first verse. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. 
And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he, excuse me, seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarah, Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and their substance, and they that gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Oran, and they went forth to go to the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And stopping there with what mistakes we read, that's the first through the uh, uh, fifth verse of uh, the twelfth chapter of Genesis. And uh, uh, so I want you to think about uh, this man whom God had, uh, you know, just, just up and called out and to go into an uh, area which he was not expecting. He said, you know, for him to leave his parents, for him to leave his uh, home and the area that he was living in and, and to take up, you know, things and, and just go. And, you know, I think about it. what if the Lord done that to me? Would I go? A calling, a special calling. Well, the Lord has done that to me. And He's done it to you that, are, that know the Lord, that have been saved and that are called out in, and in His church. He has given you a calling. Uh, he is directing you and leading you, said, come follow me. You know, follow me. Uh, when, when you got the calling, uh, you know, when you found out that you were lost, what did he say? Come unto me. Come unto me, I'll give you rest. And, and so we know that the Lord is warning us to follow him in the things that we do. Take up our cross and follow him, as the Bible teaches us to do. And, and we're supposed to do these things. These are not new things that I'm telling you, brothers and sisters. This is from uh, pretty much the beginning for all of us. We are all to follow the Lord, but yet we don't do it in church, church-wise. We love to come to fellowship on a Sunday morning or maybe on a Wednesday or, or a Sunday night, however it may be. And then when the service is over, we go our separate ways. We may pick up a phone and call somebody every now and then until the next time we meet together. And But that's all it is. We, that's all our churches do much anymore. We don't fellowship. We don't. We don't go out into the world, into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in like we're told to do. But I want us to understand who we are as the children of God, as the church that Jesus set up here on this earth. I would like to go over to the book of Second Peter there. I believe it is Second Peter, maybe it's First Peter. So I won't misquote it. 1 Peter, 2nd chapter. Uh, beginning with the ninth verse there. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 
Now, brothers and sisters, if, if that doesn't wake us up right there, we're in trouble. We're, we're not thinking about the Lord well enough. He's not in our hearts deep enough that we're wanting to do what He wants us to do. We've got everything else in front of Him. But we've got to pull that, those things out of the way just like it was the night that we got saved. I had to put everything aside in my life. I had to put it all aside and out of the way. Get it, I had to pull everything out of the way. Mother, father, brothers that I've got, all those loved ones that I have, all those friends that I have in this world, all the things that I thought that were very precious to me, I had to lay all those things aside and follow Him. Turn to Him. Believe in Him with all my heart, soul, and mind. But our belief has failed so much in church today. Brother was talking about the turmoil over there in Macon County. Yes, I know of it. And, and you know, it uh, of the church is there. And, and the trouble is there. And the devil has worked his way in over there. And many believe more in the devil thinking he is good rather than the Lord and following him. Believe me, it can happen right here if you let it. Because you're not following the Lord like you should. But you're a chosen people. You're a chosen. We're all chosen. We're all called out to follow the Lord and to do what He would have us to do. But we fail the Lord so many times. We think, well, it was just a mistake or I'll do it later. We have a more convenient season at a more convenient time. Christmas is coming now. That's what I'm going to worry about. Well, if Christ in Christmas, I think he's saying, come follow me. He's not worried about these little gifts you're going to get and stuff like that. The greatest gift we can give is him. Praise, the praises to him, to lift him up. As the Bible says there in, in, in the book of John, uh, even as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Do we lift him up? I ask you that question. Do you lift him up individually? Do you lift him up as a church? Do you lift him up enough uh, to where the uh, people would want to know who this great one is? Uh, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, uh, the one that we know and have felt and have met with time after time after time. We turn to him when we're in trouble. But boy, when things get on the ease, we're ready to let him go and go on our own steps. Just walking our own little path without Him. But boy, let us stumble a little while and get hurt a little bit during that little path that we're on. We're ready to reach out to Him again. And He's very merciful to us. Are you ready to start doing what He says? Now, in this ninth uh, verse here, it says, But ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people. Now, a lot of people want to think that word peculiar there is, means estranged or different. But that word actually meant you belong to someone else, that you're a part of something else, someone else. And that, that is the Lord, Jesus uh, Christ, uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you're a part of Him. He has the dwelling over you. He, he, he wants to lead you. He wants to guide you just as a, a father would a son, a mother a daughter, 
uh, uh, the parents to their children. He wants, you, he wants to lead and guide you so that you will be doing the right things uh, when you fall into temptations. So that's what that word peculiar means. It's not necessarily strange. Yes, we're all going to be uh, among a lot of people here, but we are to show someone else, not ourselves. We're supposed to show Jesus in our life. We're supposed to uplift Him and keep Him high where everybody could look on Him to, and, and so that they will know, just, just as though Moses put the uh, brazen serpent on the uh, staff or on the rod there, uh, when those snakes were biting those people and they were dying, all they had to do was to look up on that, look high onto it. It had to be up high enough where that, that multitude of people, thousands of people could see that thing as they were walking through. All those snakes biting them. But if they didn't look, like we don't a lot of times, death was upon them. So we as God's children, young and old alike, we all have to turn to the Lord. We all have that responsibility to let our light shine, to, to when somebody is down, to start praying for them. Now, we, we, over at Old Macedonia Church, there, there's a young lady who, who comes to the altar every Sunday and has been doing it for many years. Uh, she is a sweet little girl, I, I feel. And, and you know, I know her parents well and, and grew up with them. How it is for me to want that child to be saved, I can't save her. But I have to live the life in front of her so she will know which way to turn sometimes. I want her to be able to look upon me that the Lord be satisfied with me, uh, which is my favorite song, I want the Lord to be satisfied with me. I, I want my life to be what He would have it to be. And when I do that, then I know that others are going to see the Lord through me. And so I, I try to do that uh, for the Lord. I fail from time to time. I, I know I do daily. And the Bible tells me to repent daily for those things. To pray without ceasing. And we have to do that. I don't care if we're in our car and driving down the road. In the back of our mind, we need to keep our mind dwelling on the Lord. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul with all thy mind and with all thy strength, the Bible says. And that's not Jesus saying it from the from time he was here on this earth alone. That was back in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, what's called a Shema prayer, they, they call it. And they, they quote that prayer even in, at the time of their death and, and things of that nature. Uh, today, they still do that. But in that prayer, it says to love the Lord. Thy God, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all the strength. So we, as God's children, have got this responsibility to do. Now I want to turn over the back over to the book of Deuteronomy for just a moment. Those of you, it'll be in the uh, seventh chapter of Deuteronomy beginning with the sixth verse. The Bible teaches us, and the Lord, through the inspired Word of God, this is, when I say the Bible teaches us, it's God. It's God telling us these things. 
And, and we must realize that within our own hearts and minds that we can understand it. It says, For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. And the Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were, uh, excuse me, because you were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he hath sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of the Pharaoh and king of Egypt. Now, I know none of us lived in that time uh, when we would be under the bondage of, of a, a great pharaoh or king there in, in that nature, but we are, we are bound to the Lord. I want us to understand that. Now, today, being bound to the Lord because he, He's the one that, that, you know, saved us. He's the one that has rule over us. He's the one that has rule over anything that we have. Uh, as we know of the great storms that were last night uh, down in uh, Hendersonville, Tennessee, and Madison, and Gallatin area, and things of that nature, uh, those tornadoes that uh, took up uh, uh, the houses and buildings there and killed uh, several people, God has rule over that. Whether man want to take it into active nature, well, God is the nature. God is the rule. God is the power. And he has power over you this very moment. So we must understand. We, we take God for granted too much, I feel. I, I feel we do. We take him for granted. We think everything's going to be okay. We'll wake up tomorrow. I have no promise of that. If I don't wake up tomorrow, I do have a promise that I will be over yonder in heaven with him. I have no worry about that. <laughs> I, believe me, I, I want to rejoice over that one. From that night that I became lost, that night that I, he found me and he lifted me up. And I've been rejoicing over that ever since. And I won't quit telling about that. As long as I possibly can, I'll tell about that. It was a wonderful moment. We all must take the time to serve the Lord. Because he's, he chose us to do so. Again, another scripture I'd like to just read for a moment. If I can find it. It's in Exodus. It's the 19th chapter. If I remember correctly. Read it and find it here. 19th chapter, beginning with 5th verse. That's what it is. I believe it is. Yes, 5th verse. Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice, indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure 
unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine. What did I say? It was all his anyway. We're his. We're his chosen. He expects us to do what he asks us to do. It's all written right here, brothers and sisters. There's no new book coming out with it. It's all written right there telling us every move we need to make. Every time we need to bow down. We know when we need to do it. We, we know when we need to follow the Lord and, and be a light to somebody else. We know when the Lord impresses upon us when we need to go speak to somebody else and, and, and share our light with them of the Lord. But a lot of times we'll quench the spirit. We'll grab hold of the seat. Though our hearts are pounding or something of that nature. And we'll say, maybe another time, Lord. Or I just, you know, I just don't feel like it. We'll make up some excuse. But we're going to answer for those things one day. Now the Bible does tell us that the Lord has made us a watchman. And that if we'll do what he tells us to do, and we go to these people that are lost, and we warn them about the Lord, and they listen to it, and they seek the Lord, and they find Him, that blood will not be required of our hands. But if we don't go to them when we're supposed to, and to be the light to them, if they die and they go into hell, that blood shall be required of us. Because we did not do what the Lord said to do. And believe me, I am a person who fears the Lord. I fear the Lord. I don't want to do anything that He wouldn't have me to do. I do it sometimes, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we use the term, I'm human. Well, yeah. But inside, deep inside me, is a soul that is pure and knows every move to make when the Lord tells me to. It's there. I try to follow it. I stumble, I, I falter, I fail from it. But it's no reason. God has allowed it. He would allow for you to do that because He said do it. So the next time you know someone that you love, someone that may be a stranger to you that is in need, of the Lord, and God tells you to go, remember, He chose you to do so. Just like when He called me to be a, a preacher. I was laying in bed one night. I, I'll give you my experience on that even. Laying in bed, sleep, and I heard His voice, that, that still small voice calling my name out. I, my eyes opened up, and that room, to me, was lit up bright. And he said his words to me. And this, I've quoted this so many times because it's so true. I have chosen you to carry my word. Those words were spoken to me from the Father above. Chosen. Special. Chosen. Because I'm him. I want to do that for the Lord. And I'm so thankful that the Lord did call me. I ran from it for years because I was so scared. I ran from it. 
not knowing which way to turn sometimes because I wouldn't turn into the Lord to ask Him what I needed to do. I would go to some preacher, say, well, the Lord's called me to preach. They, even sometimes they wouldn't even give advice. But finally, I just had to follow the Lord, turn to Him. And I'm so thankful I did. I, you know, it's been good to be here tonight, and I, I encourage all of you uh, to take this message to heart from the Lord. Uh, it's not anything new for me because it's all written down here. It's been here for thousands of years, hundreds of years. But we don't open it up enough, and there's enough dust that collects on these books. It's a shame because we do not want to honor our Lord and King. Now, yes, in the last couple of three years, I've seen a lot of videos, especially when the Queen was living, how she would get out and everybody would try to get around her just for her to touch their hand, her hand. Or maybe, you know, reach out so much and every once in a while she might, you know, shake hands with somebody, but most times she wouldn't. Now the King that's here, and boy, how everybody wants to gather around. The, we can gather around the Lord at any moment. We want to. Remember who is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and you're chosen to serve Him. It's a special calling, brothers and sisters. Let's do it. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see more power in the Lord when we do. We'll see uh, churches fuller, uh, more fellowship between churches, and more peace between uh, members and loved ones and reaching out and going to others. As, like I said, we've got to go out to the highways and hedges, compel them to come in. We've got to do it. Scripture tells us to. So, brothers and sisters, I hope that this has helped you out. Learning of this, though I've read it many times and studied it many times, each time it's still fresh to my heart. And so I am so, so thankful for the opportunity to come this way tonight. I appreciate all of you that are here tonight. You know, it, it does my heart good to, to see you. Uh, though, I, though I may not know you by name, I know if you know the Lord, like I do, and been saved, you're my brother or you're my sister. And that's what makes me so happy because we are in the family of God a peculiar people a special people we're his ready to do work I hope and pray all of us do that at this point I pray for your pastor I, I know what you know he, he has a, a heavy load on him as to be a, uh, the pastor of, of this uh, flock here and to do the work I pray for him. I pray for all our preaching brethren everywhere, however they stand. For the young one that's going to begin pastoring, he's got a, a rough road to walk and, and to learn on right there. But he'll do it as long as he follows the Lord. That's all I have to say tonight. I'm going to turn back over to Brother Casey. Just remember, remember us. Uh, we have other appointments out. Uh, and so I, I do need your prayers very much. May God bless all of you. Me too.
big eyes thing at all. If not, I, I'd like to have a verse of song, Sister Jeannie and uh, Brother Sanford. Well, let's, let's have a verse of song. I'd like to ask his brother if he'll come down. Maybe his wife will come up with him here. We'd like to shake hands with him and continue to encourage him and, and uh, pray that the Lord would continue to lead him as they go along their way.
was thinking about when Brother Randall was preaching and over there he made mention of the seventh chapter of Deuteronomy. And I always had a great love for the sixth chapter and all of it's real good, but the sixth chapter of, of Deuteronomy. And I've oftentimes thought about it was being written there he goes on in the latter part of that chapter and he said your God is a jealous God among you he's jealous and uh, he's got a great desire that we might worship him and exalt his name that it might be above all other names and he's jealous and uh, and when we consider how blessed that we truly are to be in this old time way and uh, I'm thankful, like I said, I've just, I've loved, and if, if I could recommend to you uh, to get on, uh, I can't remember the name of that, uh, the Baptist uh, teaching lessons they've been doing, I, I don't recall the name of it. Do you, Brother Moran, what the name of that is called? Uh, it's Missionary Baptist History, maybe, or something. Um if you not had the opportunity to listen to these lessons, I would recommend to the church to go and listen to them. Uh, it is it is truly uh, to see how 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 the Lord's church has come through uh, everything that it's been through, and how and why we are where we are today. Uh, uh, it it sure makes you thankful to be an old time Baptist, and uh, I'm thankful and very privileged to be considered one of his and uh, certainly uh, tonight uh, I pray that we keep that in the back of our mind that he's jealous and he desires not just a portion of us but all of us and uh, and I think about over there in Acts 6 chapter he says when your children shall ask you what means these signs and these statues and these testimonies what what does all this mean and he said you'll be able to tell them that the Lord brought you out of bondage with a mighty hand. And uh, to me, that's what it's all about. It's, it's being able to point people to Jesus. No, I never was in bondage to Pharaoh, but I was in bondage to sin. And the Lord certainly brought me out with a mighty hand. And uh, he's the only one that can do it. And uh, I pray that not only for my children and your children and your grandchildren's children, it's such a privilege, and not just a privilege, but it is a great burden to preach to your children and your grandchildren that they might hear the truth. And I desire in all of my heart that they might come to know the Lord. Uh, it's a great burden to bear. It really is.